0: Right. Welcome, everybody, to episode number five of Whistle While You Work. Today, we are going to be hopping around the monorail loop.
1: Yeah, and, and just take this journey with us, right? I think we've got some, what we think are some pretty interesting things to talk about that maybe other folks haven't really taken into account or consideration before when when they think about the monorail loop. So, um, so tell everyone, what is the monorail loop?
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> You're right, because when I think of Disney World, I'm like, Cinderella's Castle and just all the fun rides. But the resorts are a huge part of it. And yeah. so the monorail loop is, let's see, I guess if we'll go clockwise. So if you go clockwise from where you park at Magic Kingdom, then there is the Polynesian, which has been there forever since the Magic Kingdom has been around. Yep. And then there's the Grand Floridian. Yeah. And then if you keep going on the Monorail, you'll go to Magic Kingdom. But then after that, the next one is the Contemporary, yep. which has been there from the beginning as well, I think. Yeah,
1: so. just a little bit after. The first one was the, was the Polynesian, right? Yeah. Interesting thing about the Polynesian, some people don't realize this, but its original intended destination was right on the Magic Kingdom, right? Yeah, it was supposed the, to back up to the Jungle, jungle cruise, cruise. Yeah. So that you could see, you know, get that Polynesian flavor while you were there in the jungle, but Uh, The ground wasn't suitable for building a resort there.
0: Yeah. And
1: so they had to move it a little further out. I'm just so glad they did. I think you do need to have a little bit of separation um, because, uh, you know, I know the California flavor of Disneyland, right, is if you're staying, like, you're literally right there on the parks, right? Disneyland Hotel is right there. Uh, Grand Californian is right there. Like, you're looking down into it. And I just like that there's a little bit of separation there in Florida.
0: Yeah, I do, too. Um, And I I have to say just a little bit of how much we love the monorail. We actually have a doormat. That leads to our um, our back door, and it says, "Please stand clear of the doors." That's right. It doesn't. It, it doesn't say it, it in that voice. It but. doesn't,
1: but it also says it in Spanish at the bottom, right? right because it, it it repeats it, and you know the monorail for us is special because our our third son yes um, loves the monorail more than probably anything at <laughs> Disney World. Right? He. Um, you know, he, his aspiration is to be a train conductor when yeah. he grows up. Like yeah. he has wanted to do that for forever since yes. he was a really little boy. And as he's gotten older, like he has not grown out of that. Like he loves trains and yeah. monorails are just, you know, I, I want to say futuristic trains, except that they're really not that futuristic since they're, <laughs>
0: they've, been they've been
1: around for a long time. Right. They, there's been some advancements, but, um, but we love the monorail. We
0: do love
1: getting on it. Love, love riding it. Love the air conditioning, um, love sometimes that you can sit down. Not always. It can get kind of crowded. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, so I I was going to talk a little bit about, um, so we're going to just kind of go back and forth about some of the things we love about the monorail loop. But just kind of our first experience as a family going to Disney World, we stayed off property. Yeah. And very graciously stayed with Randy's parents, who were the lucky winners of a timeshare. No, they actually bought they actually a owned,
1: They actually owned a timeshare that time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that you remember, was,
1: remember that story, yes. like my, my teenage <laughs> visit was we were the lucky winners. Yes. But, <laughs> but now we were the proud owners, right? Yeah. And
0: um, Well, they were the proud owners. They were the proud owners. And we, we were, were just Yeah. We just tacked along. We
1: were freeloading.
0: So we were very grateful to be able to have a place to stay, a very nice place to stay. Yeah. But it, it was, was off property. It was
1: super nice. It was a Hilton resort.
0: And our kids were young at that time we had a double stroller so we had two of our kids in a stroller and so we would we'd park at the Magic Kingdom the transportation ticket center we got we had to lug we I mean Randy had to lug the stroller onto the little the, the tram what is it the tram yeah, in the, the parking tram, lot yeah. mm-hmm. and then put our kids in the stroller to take them out of the stroller to get onto the monorail and it was just a lot of stroller craziness set up the stroller
1: <laughs> Put the kid in the stroller, yeah. take the kid out of the stroller, take down the stroller, get on the tramp, and yeah. then do the whole process backwards yes. again. Yeah. And oh my gosh. Like, and
0: we sat, I remember we sat on the monorail when we left the park. We went twice that time. And I think it was the second time we were leaving Magic Kingdom. We, we just went past the Polynesian. And I was like, wouldn't it be so nice if we were already home? Like if we were already at yeah. our resort? And we had still a long ways to go.
1: Look, and this is, this is for another episode, right? We'll talk about pros and cons on property, off property. But I will say, because you'll hear some things and you'll be like, man, they're kind of pro-property. We are pro-property. You should, you should just know that in advance, yes. right? Um, we have stayed off property many, many times. Yeah. And we'll continue to do so yeah. um, for the right occasions. But we're pro-property because at the end of the day especially, and, and on those really hot days, by the way, and you're done and you've finished and you're closing the park down, you're like, "Ah, I don't want to go and walk to the parking lot to find my car and then drive however long it takes. Like, it's just so cool to be there. Yeah. And then they say, welcome home. And you're just like, yes, I am home.
0: (laughs) So after that whole experience, um of our hardship you know it sounds so silly that <laughs> first was world our, problems it was first definitely world a first world problem but it was our we just had the dream of wouldn't it be cool if we stayed there and so right. it kind of got our wheels turning of well next time we go let's try to stay on property well we're a family of six and most hotel rooms can have four to five people yeah. and so for us it would be double the cost to stay at any you know resort and so that's when we really started looking into the Disney Vacation Club, yeah. which made more sense for us that if we wanted the, the big pro to having that is you get to stay at nicer hotels. Um, you know, it's more money up, up front, but yeah. then you get to use it for a long time.
1: Again, we're, we're going to go. We have it planned. We're going to talk about that <laughs> much deeper dive in a later episode. when we talk about the Disney Vacation Club. But um, wow, like for us as Disney fans, that really was a game changer. Yeah, I think it was a huge game changer.
0: And so I will say that that was what happened to be for sale when we bought was was the the Polynesian. Polynesian.
1: Which if you think about it, like how lucky were we to be able to buy into the Polynesian because it's the first resort. Like it was their first. Like how could there possibly be any availability? It does happen from time to time where, where there's rooms and contracts up. And so we were lucky, I think.
0: Well, and so those, <laughs> those of you that can't see, which most of you can just hear, most of you can't see, but Randy's wearing got, a Polynesian shirt. I got my
1: Polynesian Village uh, t-shirt on. Um, I've got a shirt for every occasion. <laughs> just know it.
0: So maybe that leads into some of the things we love to do at at the Monorail Loopy. Whether you're staying at one of those hotels or not, you can enjoy, you can go into the lobbies. Like, it's not only for guests. Yeah. So tell us about some of the things you love there. So,
1: um... One of the things that I'll say, and and this is what's so unique about it, right? Being on the monorail loop means that, frankly, it's accessible to you during your Magic Kingdom visit, right? So we'll talk about some things here where you're like, but I'm in the park. Guess what? It's okay to leave the park for a little bit. Uh, And in fact, um, the first one I'm going to start out here with here, I'm going to encourage you to do, right? And the first topic is eating. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Always with the eating, but... um, there is some really good food available at the Grand Floridian, at Polly, at the Contemporary. Um, to be quite honest, much better food than you'll find actually in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, our opinion has always been Magic Kingdom is the weakest of the parks in terms of the dining experience. Um, not just because it's really hard to get dining reservations for the better places to eat, but honestly the better places to eat, the food's just not It's not as good as yeah. you find some of the other parks. <laughs> The blessing, of course, is that you have three resorts, three of Disney's better, and I'd say best resorts, actually, right there, a monorail right away to being able to do something. And it's not just monorail. Um, You can get there other ways, too. But eating is awesome. And Mm -hmm. this is whether you start out eating, so like breakfast, um, or you take a break and you leave and go have lunch or even dinner. There's some awesome options.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I will say that um, the Wilderness Lodge is not in the monorail loop. It's a little bit out of it. But you can take a boat, and I did this with my friends recently. We took a boat from Magic Kingdom to the Wilderness Lodge, which is super relaxing. Like, you love the fun go, 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 but then it's like, okay, let's relax, and let's just take a boat ride and go have lunch. And we went over to um, Whispering Canyon Cafe, which was super fun.
1: Well, so uh, one of the things is, so let's just start with breakfast, right? <clears throat> um, probably the premier breakfast destination on the Monorail Loop would be Chef, Chef Mickey's, Mickey's. Yeah. right? It's a it's a character meal. Um, you get a bunch of them coming through. Most importantly, you get Mickey and Minnie coming through, which you don't get at all the character meals, right? And so, you know, if you want to have that magical experience, that is one where you're guaranteed to actually see and interact with, with Mickey and Minnie. It's a buffet, Um, which means that there's typically something for everybody. Yes, Um, which is
0: good because it's not cheap. It's
1: not cheap. It's not (laughs) cheap at all. Um, Price only goes up every year at the same time price tickets go up, right? Uh, Park tickets go up, but um, it's awesome. There's a lot of space in there. There's a lot of room. It's at at the Contemporary Resort. I don't think I mentioned that yet, but um, that's a great way to start your day. The
0: monorail actually goes through contemporary and I think that's
1: like the coolest thing right yeah. I mean when they were envisioning this building right this this kind of modern pyramid if you will you know the thought was what if the monorail drove through it and basically our it Colin, literally our Colin does, must
0: have imagination must have come
1: something up with like that. that our son Colin probably would have done that <laughs> but like you know, they're from your hotel room door you could see the the monorail come through and stop and it's just so cool. I love I love that aspect.
0: Yeah. Well even at Chef Mickey's that restaurant. Yeah you and can you'll see, see, the see the it. Monorail. It's
1: it's right there above you. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. So you know that's a great way to start the day. Another good one though You know, we we recently stayed uh, within the last couple of years at the Grand Floridian and um, the Grand Floridian Cafe has an excellent breakfast. Yeah. Um, Very Floridian, right? (laughs) So they kind of keep with the theme, but you get your um, fresh Florida orange juice, um, Mm -hmm. which really is, I think, it really is better than the rest. (laughs) I mean, I know the commercials say that, but man, when you go there and you have fresh Florida orange juice, you're like, yeah, that's legit.
0: Yeah. Just so you know, we have no sponsors yet for this podcast. And Florida Orange Juice is not a sponsor, but Randy basically.
1: But listen, Florida Ag, uh, you know, <laughs> Florida Agriculture, we will we will sponsor you because we like your oranges that much.
0: <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, another I will say another place to have breakfast. Um and again, this is like dessert breakfast, so this isn't health coach breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> But when you have when you want to have that rare treat for breakfast, um, the Polynesian yeah. has tonka toast,
1: yep. which yep.
0: is a pretty amazing.
1: That's a unique experience yes. in and of itself. Like. It's like
0: French toast with bananas stuffed inside, and then it's like coated and dusted in um, cinnamon and it's sugar. Like,
1: it's like the size of a small cinder block. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It's right, so like it's so And then so your big. stomach will feel like a yeah, your
1: small. stomach will feel like afterwards. But uh, in the moment, it, you enjoy you it. it. Yeah, definitely don't eat it by yourself.
0: But that's like we were we, before we started this. We were just talking ourselves. Like if you were to park at the transportation ticket center, not staying on property, rather than stressing out about getting on the monorail or getting on the boat, just yeah. you can actually walk yep. to the Polynesian from that parking lot. Yep. Um, fun fact: you can actually walk from. The parking lot to the Polynesian, the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian, and now there is a sidewalk to get All from the, the Grand Floridian to Magic Kingdom. Now that is, if you want to, maybe if you have one of those heavy breakfasts, you can do a big walk.
1: <laughs> you may need to walk that off. It is a long, long walk, yeah. and in the Florida sun, that it can be kind of brutal, because most of it, especially between um, GF and Magic Kingdom, is not shaded, right? Yeah. But.
0: But I actually you can saw do deer. it there's deer when will and I did that. There walk.
1: are animals. Yeah. Um, there are deer, alligators also. Yeah, be, careful, be careful right There's lots of signs for that. yeah. but uh, you know, we talk about breakfast, there's other things to do. I mentioned take a break in the middle of the day. I will tell you this is one of my absolute favorite things to do is leave for say. lunch and then I actually go hop on a resort launch boat, right? Now, you can take the monorail for sure. It is definitely faster. But I also, you know, Kayla mentioned going to, a, to Wilderness Lodge. I like to take a resort launch boat and head over to the Polynesian. And then we go stop at Captain Cook's and get me some pulled pork nachos. nachos. <laughs> Those things are off the chain. They are so delicious. You will not regret it. Um, you should do it. But that's a great it's a great way to just have a little break, a little lunch because during the day, especially at lunchtime, the resorts are not nearly as busy as you'll find in the morning or in the evening because everyone's at the park. Right. Um Stressing, and out and stressing out. They're stressing out. Here's the, the best thing down. Captain Cooks is a quick service, right? So if you're really smart and you do what Randy does while you're on your resort launch boat headed over there, you Got your My Disney Experience app out, and you are placing your food order right then. Yeah. So that the second the the boat actually docks, you are able to say, "I'm here, make my order," because now you're close enough. It's a proximity thing, right? They you won't make like it. You sound
0: like you're a commanding. Oh you my know, gosh. like Make I, my order. Make I am my here. order
1: now. I'm here, <laughs> and um, it it's awesome because you basically the time you know from the from getting the Magic Kingdom to the to the Polynesian is the normal time you would just sit there waiting yeah. for your food, right? And now it's almost like, wow, I did it, but I enjoyed a nice boat ride instead. It's so cool, that's a pro tip. Um, but that's my favorite thing to do for lunch.
0: Yeah, well, and I will just say also, just while we're talking about food, that there is the pineapple lanai at yep. Polynesian. So you can get a Dole Whip at just a few mm-hmm. places. I think there you can get one at Animal Kingdom now, and then you can get it at um, Adventureland. Yep that in magic kingdom but there is one in polynesia yep, there's, and the there's polynesian. like usually a shorter line and Way you're shorter. relaxed for yeah. us when we stay at the polynesian you can be at the pool having a pineapple you know don't yep. whip and yep. you're just like life can't get any better than this no
1: it's it's hard to beat and you know we mentioned some of the easier ones right still, you know, just wrapping up this whole thought of eating, there's some amazing restaurants also still at these resorts, right? Um, Grand Floridian has Vic and Albert's, right? Which is- We've never been to. (laughs) We've never been to because it's hard to get a reservation, but everyone says is ridiculously good. There's Ohana um, at the Polynesian, Polynesian, right? Which is a very unique experience in and of itself that, that I highly recommend you at least do once. So
0: and we got to meet Stitch, Aunt Lilo and to Stitch Lilo there. We meet Lilo
1: and Stitch, right, and, um, which is Jack's favorite character, yeah. Stitches. So it's just cool. Check it out. There are things to do, things to eat.
0: Yeah. Well, um, something else I'll say about the Monorail Loop is, you know, park tickets can be expensive. And so if you don't want to buy a park ticket for every day that you're on your trip, then for me— Um, what we've done before is we have gotten, a like a party ticket for the nighttime. So like sometimes they'll have like a Halloween or a Christmas, um, or just nighttime tickets where it's the, there's less people in the parks that, which means you can do more rides and see unique things. But if you don't want to pay for the ticket for the day and you just want to go for the party at night, then what we like to do is do like the resort loop where we go from one resort to the other, hang out eat of course um and just kind of enjoy the atmosphere you can go and sit in the lounge um, the lobbies um the pools are not the same you can't just go you can't
1: pool hop yeah pool hopping is not allowed only for resort guests (laughs) right at the resort you're staying at
0: but it's it's a really cool thing to do we've done that i remember one year we did it Because we, oh my gosh, we are so silly, but we were the lucky winners of a timeshare.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You and I, that's right, we we did, did. yeah.
0: And we went to a timeshare thing. um,
1: And we had a Christmas party ticket for that night. We
0: did, and so rather than buying a ticket, so we we didn't know how long the timeshare thing was gonna take that morning, so we went and did that. So we didn't
1: get a day ticket, right? right? And and these party tickets are extra tickets, right? So just know that, like, if you're gonna go to a party and you're gonna go to the park that day, you're actually buying two tickets for one day. Yeah.
0: So that can get pricey. Um, So, yeah. So we did the timeshare thing that morning, and then we went and did the resort loop. And I I read about that online. Someone suggested doing that, which was so cool because you got to see the Christmas displays in those different um, lobbies. And I feel like, doesn't Grand Floridian do an Easter uh, display? They do. They they do all
1: sorts of stuff. I mean, that's the thing is, um, and you should check out the different resorts calendars from time to time, but they they do so many cool things. Yeah, Um, It's hard to miss. You know, gingerbread house. Yes. Like, Oh, my gosh. There's a great video out there about what Disney does with the gingerbread house at the end of the year, uh, at the end of Christmas, right, Up from the Grand Floridian. Like, it's huge. Yeah. Like, it's the size of this office. Yeah. And, um, you know, they disassemble it, and then they take it out to their bee farms. Oh, is that what they do with That's it? what they do. And then the bees chomp on that sugar while they make... <laughs> They make honey. honey. Like, it is so cool. Like, I couldn't believe that's what they did with it. Um, So, anyways, but you should check it out. Um, There's neat things to see and do there. And, you know, if you are not sure what you've got for a day and you've got some evening things planned, it's cool. And by the way, even if you're not going to go to the park at all, like, it's a thing that you can do, right? Maybe it's one of your relaxation days. Yes. Like, you don't have to be stuck at your resort. Like, you can go and check out the other ones too.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So, the next thing that I want to hit about is, is, a, little, is a little thing that I call boating around. Okay. <laughs> boating around, okay? <laughs> he so, just
0: made this up 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I,
1: so this actually, <laughs> but it's so good. It
0: is good. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to steal your thunder there.
1: This, this is a thing that actually takes on a bunch of different flavors. So one of the things that we have done is, you know, the monorail loop actually surrounds um, Bay Lake. Okay. And so that's the big lake there, right? When you go and you're checking your weather, you want to put in Bay Lake, Florida, if you want to know what the weather at Magic Kingdom is going to be like, right? And so one of the things that we have done in the past staying at the Polynesian is we've rented a boat. And you can rent a boat, and you can drive all around Bay Lake, and you can go to all sorts of places. You can go to the places that are kind of closed off now, like there used to be a park over there. Remember, they had that the water Water park. park, Yeah, you know, it's gone now. But now, and then you can see the different parts of um, Fort Wilderness and the Mm -hmm. campgrounds and everything. But it's just kind of cool to be able to explore areas that you can't explore because there's no ground, right? You're on the water, Mm -hmm. Um, and there's different types of boats you can rent. And um, it—I it, just think it's our a lot kids. of fun. Tell, our kids, you gotta
0: tell them about our kids. Our
1: kids, though, <laughs> our kids, though, they hate it. <laughs>
0: I did okay with it the first time.
1: <laughs> um, and it's I think because they you know they want some action and honestly you're just sitting there on a boat, you're like, Oh look, there's some trees <laughs> and Oh, is that an alligator? No, it's not it's just a log. And the boat doesn't go
0: that fast. No, they're they're for they're, them. they're
1: they're kinda of slow and they're you know, they're speed limited. I don't want to say they're slow, like you you can get moving pretty quick. But it's cool because this is the same lake though. Where the big ferry is going, right? Like, you get to navigate where the ferry's at or where the resort launch is. And um, that's the next thing I'd bring up. I already kind of mentioned it with eating, but take a resort launch and go different places sometimes, right? Yeah. If you're looking at that, at the end of the day, if you're looking at that monorail line to leave the park or you're looking at that ferry line to leave the park and, like, they are swollen.
0: (laughs) Another reason to stay on the resort loop.
1: Yeah. They (laughs) are super swollen. Go look at the resort launches. There's hardly ever anybody in those in those lines. And they come back and forth, and they just take you straight there. So mm-hmm. it's so cool. I love, I just love the water um, transportation there on Bay Lake.
0: Yeah. Which is funny because we are talking about the monorail, but it encompasses so much. We do love getting on the monorail, yeah. too. Yeah. But he's right. At the end of the day, when you're leaving Magic Kingdom, when you know that you can just walk home, it's pretty magical. Yeah. But if you want to take the boat or the monorail midday, you know that's also yeah. really helpful.
1: Super good thing.
0: Um, OK, we've talked about a lot of the things we chatted about. But I think the other thing is, it's kind of neat to go shopping at the resorts themselves.
1: You're going to find things that you don't find anywhere else. Yeah.
0: And it's I love shopping on Main Street.
1: Like this t-shirt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Randy loves. He loves being unique. But right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> stand out. That's right. But he, uh, but when you shop on Main Street, it can be a little chaotic, especially if you do it at nighttime. But if you're at the resort, you can actually take time and and just be there and actually look at the things. Well,
1: what's interesting is we've stayed at a lot of the different Disney resorts now, right? Um, not every resort's gift shop is created equal. Oh no! Like you, there are some where you're going to be like. Uh, Why are they not trying to make money here? Like it is so small, and you're like, I don't understand. Like the Riviera is one, Um, the Boardwalk is is another one that's like that. I'm like, I just, I just don't get it. But, but the monorail loops and, and to a certain degree Grand Floridian a little bit like that there's not like a huge individual gift shop but there are a like lot of other shops, shops there's yeah. several shops including <clears> some <throat> including some high-end stuff right in terms of uh, fashion and couture but it's really really cool to go to the different shops my favorite is to obviously shop at the Poly because it's one of the biggest ones and there's just such a huge selection mm-hmm. of things to look at and we love you know, we love going to Hawaii. Um, we love the Polynesian feel and vibe. Yes, yeah, it's so pretty there. It's just, it's just so neat, kind of being there. Um, I, I, I love it. I think you should do it. You should check it out and see what kind of cool and unique things you get. Because every resort's going to have their own theme stuff too, right? It's like you're not going to find a Polynesian village shirt. When you go to Grand Floridian, right? It's not going to happen. Sense.
0: Yeah, you
1: know? you're not going to get a contemporary shirt at the Poli. But they also have and you're like- not going to get any of those at the park. Yeah, and that's the most important part, right? If you're looking for something different and unique that not everyone has, yeah, go check out a a resort shop.
0: Yeah. Well, and like you can get like a Tommy Bahama shirt at Polynesian because it goes with the theme of of you know the the islands. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I think we. A couple more things i would share is we didn't talk a lot about the specific restaurants at the contemporary so the contemporary has chef mickey's we talked about that one but it has contempo cafe um, i know for a while they were doing construction and they kind of limited that restaurant to people that were just staying on property or on, at that hotel but I, i'm thinking it's open to anyone now but i like eating there they've ha- they have some really great things that again like when you're eating the magic kingdom you're like why why don't they have good quick service? Like I, I struggle eating there. Um, then upstairs is the is the California Grill. And that is like a fancier steakhouse, I guess sushi for people that do sushi. But I've been up there. I actually went up there with a friend for her 40th birthday. We were in town, we were in, in Orlando. And rather than buying park tickets and stuff, we just, for, for an evening, we had um, availability. And so we went up there and... And it was super cool to see like Dumbo and the teacups and everything from above. Cause that's at the very top of that. Well, not the very, we went to that. What was that?
1: Yeah, we'll cover that in a second.
0: Oh yeah. The DVC lounge up there. Um, it's just super cool. And then I guess there used to be another restaurant, but they've changed it now. It's called the Steakhouse. It's called Steakhouse 71. We haven't checked that one out yet, but the, all those are at the Disney's Contemporary Resort.
1: It And... Yeah. It goes without saying, quick service can be kind of a daunting thing because you just don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what kind of lines you're going to have. Um, Just a plug for the Grand Floridian, right? The Gasparilla um, is one of the most unique of the quick services because it's kind of this hybrid between table service and quick service. Like they'll bring your stuff out to your table. Mm -hmm. but. It's just, it's huge, first of all. Normally at the quick service, you don't find a lot of seating. There's a lot of seating there. It, it's pretty big. They have the display cases with all of the desserts, mm-hmm. more desserts than you typically find in other places, obviously. But, Kayla's
0: happy place. But they,
1: they have a pretty big <laughs> menu of stuff, you know, something to satisfy everyone. Um, so it's it's pretty cool, right? I mean, you should, you should just try and check out and see what works for you. I mentioned going to Captain Cook's for pulled pork nachos, right? But if that's not your thing... You just know, walk over you can walk over to, to GF or yeah. you, or you can go you know take the monorail over to contemporary and and see what they've got there's yeah. some other stuff yeah. so so you mentioned going to the top right? right so let's close it out with this because there's two different experiences that I think you can have that are super different and unique um, now you remember in episode 1 we plugged the most important thing you must do is
0: fireworks see the fireworks yeah
1: you've got to see the fireworks yeah. and without with a music. doubt with the music yeah. without a doubt there is no replacing that experience being like up close right and by seeing the castle them. yeah but you can have a really cool but different experience seeing them a little further away so number one is if you're at the polynesian during fireworks time mm-hmm. Find the right spot on the beach because they have a beach. It's white sand. Um, They also have speakers. And during fireworks, they pipe in the same music that they're playing in the park. Mm -hmm. And you can watch the firework display from a distance. Yeah. Again, it's further away. It's a little different. But you you still get an excellent view. I would say, actually, you get a better view there than you do if you have a crappy view in the park.
0: Yeah, you don't see the projections on the castle. You don't see the castle fireworks.
1: But you can see the fireworks themselves. And that's really cool. But the second one is um, there is a DVC lounge Mm -hmm. at the top of Bay Lake Tower at the Contemporary. And if you're lucky enough to be staying at the Contemporary, you can get access if you're a DVC member to the top of the lounge um, and you can watch the fireworks from up there. Where you can see the casual projections yeah. and you can see the fireworks, and it's really pretty close because you're like practically right on top of Space Mountain as you're watching oh, this. It, it's it's, so cool. That was one of the coolest things to be able to see. You're just like, wow! And by the way, there's some food service up there available yeah. to you so mm-hmm. that you can you can do some stuff. Like you got to see fireworks, <laughs> and now I'm telling you, you got to try and see fireworks from different perspectives too, just to just to see what you like the most.
0: Yes, uh, love the fireworks. Well, I will say there's one extra, extra one. Even though fireworks, we were going to say is the end, but I just thought of is when you're at the uh, monorail loop. There's the electrical water water pageant. Oh my gosh! And I, I, I love that yeah. thing. Like it just makes me so happy. Like ha- happier than like you should be to yeah. see a water pageant. Yeah. But it's just it's so old timey. Maybe it reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. But just the music, and it's these rafts with. Christmas lights, essentially the outline figures.
1: It does remind me of my childhood, right? Because yeah. it's the water version of Disney's Main Street Electric Parade, mm-hmm. right? Which which used to take place at Disneyland. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I think it's come back, right? Or is coming back? Yeah. But it like looks like the same thing, except it's on water. the water. And
0: you <laughs> and can it's usually so cool. see from your hotel room. You can
1: see it typically. Uh, you know, if you're in the right spot from yeah. your from your room, there's music that goes with that too. Yes. They pipe it in. That's a little bonus one. That's a fun one to end with. Yeah. I love it.
0: So, even if you're not staying at one of those Resort Loop hotels, enjoy them for sure. But if you can in life, do your best to save up and stay at one of those ones because it is an awesome experience.
1: Well worth it. Well worth it. Absolutely. All right, everyone.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: Thanks for tuning in. Till next time.
0: See you later.